I never dreamed how much I would actually enjoy podcasting. When it was first suggested to me, I'll be honest, I was a bit intimidated by the thought. But when I found Anchor, I quickly realized how easy this was going to be. Anchor provides me with the tools to record and edit right within their program. I don't need additional software. I didn't even need to know how to distribute the podcast because they do it all for me. I would not be where I am today as a podcaster without Anchor. It's all you need and completely free. If you are looking to get started, download the Anchor app today or go to anchor.fm to get started. Have you ever been accused of being too sensitive? Of being too emotional? Have you ever been told, uh, you know, that you're less than or that you're weak? Have you ever even like told yourself that? That maybe you've said, I should be stronger. You know, I'm, I'm, I should be less emotional. I should be more like them. You know, that person who's not so emotional. I want to challenge these questions and judgments today. And this episode is inspired by a book that I really want to tell you about. This book is titled The Highly Sensitive Person's Guide to Dealing with Toxic People. The author of the book, and I forgive me if I don't say the name right, I'm still trying to figure this one out, is Shahida Arab Arabi, A-R-A-B-I. The subtitle of the book is How to Reclaim Your Power from Narcissist and other manipulators. If you've not yet read this book, I do highly recommend it. I'm Renee Swanson, your host of the Covert Narcissism Podcast. And thank you so much for joining me today. I want to let you know real quick about a November special that I am running. All of my individual coaching sessions in November are going to be on a special rate. It's going to be $99 per hour long session. My normal rate is 120, but for the month of November, I'm going to run a $99 special and I'll have it ready to go this week. But if you want to take advantage of this offer, go over to my coaching website, which is CNG, the letters for covert narcissism group. So CNG lifecoaching.com. If you have any issues finding it, please let me know. You can reach out to me by email, uh, Renee, R-E-N-E-E at covertnarcissism.com, or you can find me on Facebook, uh, anywhere that, you know, come and find me and I will help you to take advantage of this offer. Now let's get started. We're not all created the same. And most people agree with this. Let's take a look, for example, of the physical body. You know, we all have so many different physical attributes as humans that are the same, but even still look at all the physical differences between any two individuals. If I compare myself with anyone, you know, let's go real simple here. We both have hair on our head, but look how different the hair is. Short, long, curly, straight, brown, blonde, red, in my case, starting to gray, thick, thin, so many variations. We both have arms and legs. Short, long, thin-boned, thick-boned, muscular, not muscular. How about coordination differences? Some people move with so much grace. They're smooth and natural dancers, while others are clumsy and awkward in their movements. Personally, I just fall somewhere in the middle of that. Some are athletic. They're coordinated. They have that natural timing, and others do not. Now, let me take a minute to say that these differences do not make one person better than the other. 
They do not make anyone less because they are not a natural dancer or not a natural athlete. These are simply differences. And these are differences that are visible to the outside world. They're easy to see. Now let's look at the inside. Yes, we all have a heart. We all have a brain. We all have chemicals that are pumping through our body. But yet we are all so incredibly different. Victims of covert narcissistic abuse are often criticized for being too sensitive or too emotional. Think for a minute about the things you've been told. Things like, you are just overreacting yet again, or you are being paranoid, or you are misguided, or you're hormonal. We are made to feel weak because we are sensitive and emotional individuals. Well, what do we do as the sensitive and emotional individuals that we are? Too often, we then treat our own sensitivity like it's a problem. And, and we don't see the beautiful, amazing strength that it truly is. Why? Why do we do this? Well, one of the reasons is because we're just trying to keep peace. It's just easier to keep peace with this person in our life that, that, you know, the meanest person in the room is one that gets to make the rules for the household. It's easier to fall into that and just try to keep the peace than it is to stand up for ourselves. You know, we're self-reflective and, and willing to work on anything that we see in us that might be a weakness. And so it's easier to change us than to change this other person. It's like taking the path of least resistance. I know I did. Whatever the reason is, too many victims of covert narcissistic abuse see their own sensitivity as a weakness and a problem. And I want to challenge this. Now, let me describe to you what I mean by a highly sensitive person. And I just, I want to take a second and add here at the end of this episode, I am going to address the difference between this being highly sensitive and the hypersensitivity of a covert narcissist. I do recognize the irony of some of this. So a hypersensitive person is someone who anticipates the emotional needs of those around them. Someone who's deeply attuned to the emotional needs of others. Sometimes maybe even more aware of those needs than the person themselves. This is someone who's extremely responsive to the emotions of other people. I like to say it's someone who feels the feelings of other people, who takes on their pain as your own. The author of this book refers to being like an emotional sponge, and I like that analogy. As a highly sensitive person, I absorb the feelings and the emotions of others. When someone close to me is hurting, I hurt too. I feel the emotional reactions in me as though I'm experiencing that situation myself, their situation. And I want to take a minute and explain that this is actually a scientific thing that is happening in your body. Have you ever heard of mirror neurons? These are brain cells that react in you both when a particular action is being performed by you and when you actually observe it in someone else. So what does that mean? Think of a feeling inside of you when something sad happens to you. Let's say your pet passes away. 
And for pet owners and pet lovers out there, this is truly a sad day in our world. Now imagine that your friend's pet passes away. As a highly sensitive person, you feel that pain for your friend as though you have just lost the pet yourself. You hurt for them and with them. You carry those same feelings. And this is because of the mirror neurons. These neurons release the same chemicals in you when you receive the news about your friend's pet as they would if it was your own pet. And this ignites a huge amount of empathy in you. This system engages if you see someone get hurt, if you hear about a bad accident, and it can even carry into global tragedies. It also activates with good news, people experiencing joy and extreme happiness. When I watch a video clip of a soldier returning home, this is one that in particular gets me. And he's returning home and greeting his family. It brings me to tears every time. Now, I've never personally experienced having a close family member or friend away in the military. But yet these videos produce extreme feelings in me. Tears as though I'm the one receiving my family member back home. And I feel their, their joy. I feel the pain that they were separated for so long and the intense joy that they are finally reunited. I never really understood why I felt this so strongly until I started learning about mirror neurons. Now, I don't think to myself that, okay, I'm just being too emotional. Or I might even think, okay, what's wrong with me? Why am I feeling this? This isn't my family. Now I understand that it's because of this highly active mirror neuron system inside of me. Taking all of this into account, a highly sensitive person is more emotionally stimulated than others, more emotionally reactive than others, more emotionally affected than others. And here's what I mean by that. Your own internal chemical activity is more greatly affected by your interactions with other people. And this plays out, like I said, in both good and bad emotions. A good interaction, a deep connection, a more genuine moment causes a greater positive emotional reaction in you. Where a bad interaction, a judgmental word, a sharp tongue, uh, attacking words causes a greater negative emotional reaction in you. This is part of why highly sensitive people are prime targets for covert narcissists. Their intermittent reinforcement works incredibly well with a highly sensitive person. This creates a massively powerful trauma bond. And if you missed my episode on intermittent reinforcement from about six weeks ago, please go back and listen to it. Now, we have been taught by society that being emotional is a weakness. We've been taught this by our parents, our friends, our culture, our church, our social media, even our covert narcissistic partner. But I want you to see the incredible strength you have. This amazing skill set that you carry. As a highly sensitive person, you help carry, carry the load of those that are hurting. And this is a beautiful thing. You find yourself driven to help those in pain. And you often go out of your way to help others feel better. How in the world have we decided that's a bad thing? No one will ever convince me that these are not good things. In fact, they are beautiful things. If our world did not have highly sensitive people in it, 
we would truly be in a horrible place. Now, I'm going to give you a recent example from my life, a very powerful example of the amazing power of highly sensitive people. Many of you know that I recently held my first ever in-person retreat for CNG. And we had 11 women together that have been on the same journey as you. These women that are learning about covert narcissism, that are realizing that that's where they've been and that's the environment they've been in for so long. Lifting that fog, finding themselves again and standing in their truth. Having these women together in one place, laughing together, crying together was unbelievable. While I was at this retreat, I had an intense family trauma take place back home. This event broke me down. It brought me to a point of intense despair in a very extreme way. And being out of state while this was happening in my own home and unable to help with the trauma that was taking place was absolutely horrible. I was overwhelmed with complete helplessness and hopelessness. However, these women, victims themselves of covert narcissistic abuse at this retreat for their own healing journey, completely surrounded me in compassion and love. I could not even physically stand on my own feet. But they picked me up and they wrapped me up with their love, their arms, sitting with me into the wee hours of the night, crying with me, giving me words of hope and encouragement, and just sitting with me in that painful silence of despair. The focus of the retreat had already been about recognizing the power of your high sensitivity. And the irony of this happening, the way it happened and when it happened, is unbelievable. The focus of the retreat was no longer seeing your high sensitivity as a weakness like the world tells us. And this one traumatic night made this so incredibly clear to me. Their strength came through. Their emotional awareness, their intense alertness to the needs of someone hurting, their natural ability to carry that pain with me, all of this completely genuine and spontaneous. In particular, I want to talk about their ability to carry my pain. They felt my pain with me that night, and somehow, in ways that I still have not found words to explain, this absolutely helped to take some of that weight off of my own shoulders. Never again will anyone ever convince me that being sensitive or emotional is a weakness. It is an amazing strength, and one that our world needs so badly. As a highly sensitive person, you have so much strength and beauty to offer to this world. But you've probably lost touch with it in this fog of covert narcissistic abuse. You, as a highly sensitive person, you have high levels of intuition inside of you. A awareness of, of the emotional needs of other people and, and alertness to that and, and even awareness to your own emotional needs. But like I said, we've been living in a fog. I've been talking about that in so many episodes. And so you've lost touch with this high sensitive, highly sensitive person inside of you. You've been made to believe that your sensitivity is a, weak, a weakness. You've worked against it yourself and quit trusting yourself. 
But I want to encourage you here. Once you get on that path of healing, once you begin trusting yourself again, you will find you again. Let the strength of your sensitivity shine. Don't listen to their words anymore. Your generous nature will come through once more. This time, not under attack. At least, no longer under attack from you. Then you can work on the boundaries with others who are toxic and manipulative. Your intuition will love this direction. And it will start actively talking with you again. Your own natural tendencies will come through. However that plays out for you. Caretaking, leading, teaching, mothering, supporting, being a friend. You also will now be the recipient of these beautiful and generous traits. Before we close out here, I do want to address one more thing, and that's the irony of kind of what we're talking about. If you've done much research at all on covert narcissism, then you have run into one of their traits being hypersensitivity. In fact, my podcast episode with the highest number of plays is covert narcissism and hypersensitivity from May 12th, 2021. It's got over 15,000 plays, and that is my highest number of plays on any one given episode. Covert narcissists are extremely hypersensitive, and I don't want anyone here to confuse that with the phrase I'm using of highly sensitive that describes so many victims of covert narcissistic abuse. So I want to briefly touch on that difference. Highly sensitive, the phrase I'm using right now that's so beautiful and necessary and needed, is a high alertness to the emotional states and needs of others. However, Hypersensitivity, as it pertains to the covert narcissist, or is what you see in a covert narcissist, is an extreme defensiveness due to them seeing everything as a personal attack at them, with absolutely no awareness of the emotions or the emotional needs or the emotional states of anyone else. They only see their own emotions Sometimes, sometimes they're not even aware of that, but they feel constantly under attack. They feel that their emotions are constantly under attack. So it's quite ironic that covert narcissists who are so extremely hypersensitive are yet the first ones to accuse you of being too sensitive. Please know the difference between their hypersensitivity and your high sensitivity. I wish you so much peace on your journey of healing.